Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mornings with Ron. We're so glad to have you with us. We welcome all of our listeners on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all of the podcast sites out there. We appreciate you joining in and listening to our five messages that we deliver every week. Remember, these messages are designed to provoke thought, inspire the heart, and feed the soul. And hopefully over the past episodes that we've been delivering, we've been doing exactly that for you. As you know, in the last uh, couple of episodes, we've been talking about self-awareness. And this week, I wanted to continue that theme with uh, part three of that series, talking about some various things that have not only happened in my life, but I think happened in many of our lives and uh, some things that are pretty regular throughout our lives. I started thinking about the first message for this week, and this uh, particular message has to do with something that we all experience on an annual basis, and that's our birthdays. The thing about birthdays is the older you get, the faster they seem to come. When we were younger, it seemed to take forever for another birthday to arrive. However, now, before you know it, we've gone through a whole series of holidays throughout the year, and you find yourself adding another digit to the total. Because my birthday falls around Thanksgiving, every few years it actually falls on Thanksgiving Day like it's going to this year. However, it's always within the Thanksgiving celebratory season, which gives me the opportunity to reflect and be thankful for all the wonderful things that my life has brought me. I have a loving family that's still a major part of my life. My spouse and I have been together almost 20 years. I have a good job and amazing friends that are an integral part of my life. And those who travel, celebrate, laugh, and cry with me, and yes, even those that put up with my madness at times. My friend Elena once wrote a paper about the dash in your life. At the end of our lives, we always see people's birth date and date of passing with a dash in the middle. She said that the most important thing about our lives is what that dash represents. All the things that happen between those two dates are what we're remembered for, and what we want that dash to be is totally within our power. For those of us that were born around the holidays, our birthdays often get lost in the season. I was fortunate enough to have a family that never let that happen. My nephew was born on December 26th, and we always make an extra effort to ensure that his birthday is celebrated as well. I became a great uncle recently when, for the first time, my niece and her husband gave birth to our newest addition to the family, Carter. And I'm sure that we'll strive to do the same for him because his birthday falls on November 26th. The thing about birthdays are that you get 24 hours to be the center of attention, and then once that day is passed, you slip back into everyday life. It's important to use those 24 hours to celebrate you, look back on all you've accomplished, and count your blessings for another year to have the opportunity to do even more good in the world. As I turned 56, mentally I felt much younger. Some days, physically, I feel much older. However, I celebrate the fact that I have this amazing life with all those around me, working hard to ensure that others have just a little brighter life as well. In my down moments, I will remember the path before me and honor the path ahead of me. We all know that there is always tomorrow, and God willing, only 365 days until we get to celebrate it all over again. Okay, so the day goes something like this. 5.30 a.m., the car picks you up at home, takes you to a 7.50 a.m. flight from Newark to Tampa. 5.45 a.m., car gets completely lost and winds up on the Palisades Parkway when they should have been on the Garden State. Not totally terrible, but definitely not the best route. 
5.30 a.m. to 6.45. The driver keeps falling asleep and running off the road. Must talk to the driver to keep him awake. 6.45 a.m. Arrive at airport and find out 7.50 a.m. flight is delayed until 1.20 p.m. No other flights available. 7 o'clock a.m. Arrive at TSA and the line is hundreds of people long. Make it through and hunker down and wait for the flight. 1.20 p.m. Get on the plane, close the door, but the door reopens because they need to add fuel in case we have to land at an alternate airport due to potential storms in Florida. 2.20. Still sitting on the runway because routes to Tampa keep getting canceled. 2.50. We finally take off seven hours late. The old Ron. Stress beyond belief over things that I cannot control. The new Ron. Too blessed to be stressed, so take it in stride. I'm not sure if it's because I'm getting older or I'm learning to deal with issues in life better, but things that would have totally stressed me out are starting to have a very different effect. Perhaps it's the problems of the world, the issues I'm watching others go through, or it's simply a matter of focus, but the ability to deal with things that are not in my control is getting better with time. As we go throughout our day, we encounter many things that arise that are not in our daily plans. Unexpected events and occurrences happen that are completely out of our control and for which we have no ability to avoid. How we learn to cope and deal with them often has a profound effect on how the rest of our day or even our week is going to go. Often when we deal with them negatively, it becomes a tsunami effect and one negative experience leads to another until things escalate totally out of control. However, understanding that the issues are what they are and reacting positively to them has an influence on our ability to sail through a day and life in general a little better. No one really wants to live a life that's mired in controversy and negativity. For some reason, it's easier to get upset over something than it is just to let it go. We sometimes feel the need to react negatively just to feel that we have some type of control over the situation. In reality, all it does is make the whole situation worse. When you look at those individual moments in time and compare them to life as a whole, they're a simple blip on the radar. So, the next time you encounter that moment that sends you down a road of despair, tell yourself you're too blessed to be stressed and see what an impact that has on dealing with the issue in a very different way. When I was a kid, I was one of the funniest people around. I remember riding down the road and having the whole car in stitches to the point where everyone couldn't even breathe. I played tricks on my granny that would have her laughing so hard I thought she was going to cry. And the simplest thing would set me off and I would use that opportunity to make it a full-blown comedy routine. As I got older, much of that comedy faded. Life got more serious. Work changed moods and feelings. Life in general got a lot harder. And somewhere along the way, I forgot to laugh. There were actually times where I missed it so much it hurt, but I just couldn't bring myself to regain that jovial spirit that I had when I was much younger. As I pondered on this later in life, I began to understand that it wasn't necessary to take life so seriously. Laughter is medicine, and it's an important part of our well-being. I'd go out with my friend Linda, and the stupidest things would almost get us thrown out of restaurants. I would write silly poetry for friends, sometimes to their detriment, in a loving way, of course, and I would be in hysterics even before it got read. And slowly, I started to regain that wonderful side of myself that I longed for. I soon realized that part of my problem was keeping people in my life that sapped that positive energy I needed to fuel the jovial side of my nature. 
Once I weeded those people out and opened myself up to people that could laugh with me, the ability to laugh came raging back. Some of my favorite times with my friends are when we're together and find reasons to laugh so hard that it hurts. It fills you with an endorphin rush that would be hard to be matched by a synthetic alternative. Laughing is an integral part of life. Allowing ourselves to feel the emotion and set it free provides us with avenues to have a more positive outlook on life. Think about the last time you laughed or you cried and the mental and physical rush that gave you. Think about the bond that you shared with the person with whom you were laughing. Think about how long that emotion lasted and the impact that it had on the moment and your day. Life should never be so hard that we forget to laugh. And I hope that you find time in your day to let a little laughter in. It's healthy, it's rejuvenating, and it's an awesome stress reliever. On my honeymoon, I had the opportunity to cross another item off my bucket list and go whitewater rafting on the Truckee River in Nevada. It was something I had wanted to do for a very long time, but the occasion never presented itself. And it wasn't something that I actively sought out. However, given that I was doing stops in California and Nevada, I decided that the time had finally come. The night before the event, I was excited and full of questions. I read reviews on the internet, researched the river, and looked for any picture I could find of people doing the same thing. The morning of the event, my mortal fear set in, and I was wondering if I would go through with it. All the questions of the unknown started to surface. Would I tip? Would I hit a rock and hurt myself? Would I drown? Would I die? Would I, would I, would I? At the last minute, I wasn't sure that I could go through with it and almost backed out. Despite all my doubts, when the time came, I put on my big boy pants, suited up for the ride, and made the drive down the mountain to the starting point. I assembled with the crew, got my boat and guide assignments, and went through the safety briefings. And before I knew it, I was on the river and the journey began. The minute the raft set sail on the water, I knew that I had made the right decision. The first part of the journey was more like a lazy river. As the raft took the bends in the river, surrounded on both sides by majestic mountains, my soul began to fuse with the nature surrounding me. It was as if around every bend a new artist's picture had been created, and one more spectacular than the next. The surroundings, stillness of the air, and the sound of the rushing water combined to produce a symphony for the senses that was just incredible. Then came the white water. Class two and three rapids that we have been well prepared for in our safety classes, but become a little more daunting when they're right in front of you. However, the feeling that takes over you as you enter the rapids and the adrenaline starts to flow was really unexplainable. Your survival instincts kick in, and before you know it, everything you were taught comes to the forefront of your mind. Paddle forward, stop. Paddle backward, stop. And somehow in unison, the entire boat reacts to the command, and before you know it, you have maneuvered through areas that flip boats that come after you. Then, in a flash, it's all over, and you've mastered the river. There's something about conquering the fear of the unknown that is amazing for the soul. It gives you a sense of accomplishment that other things that may have been out of your reach are now possible. Floating down that river reconnected me with the beauty of nature, the beauty of living, and the beauty of re-energizing your soul. There were people of all ages on that river, which tells me that if we dig deep enough within ourselves, anything is possible at any point in our lives. If you've never experienced whitewater rafting and had the opportunity, do it. Your soul will definitely thank you. 
As we go through life, there are many instances where we set out to do something and seem to hit a brick wall. Or we think we can do something and all the people tell us is that it is impossible or we can't. We hear no so often that we start to doubt our own abilities and begin to believe that they actually might be right. Growing up, this was a problem that I faced early on. I didn't have the greatest self-esteem and it wasn't hard for me to let people feed my own self-doubt. However, at some point, something changed in me and failure no longer became a viable option. In fact, if people told me no, then I would make it a mission to find any way possible to turn that no into a yes. Perhaps it was because I liked a challenge. Maybe I needed to prove to myself how strong I was. There's even the possibility that I just wanted to prove to the person telling me no that they were wrong. The more I did that, the more sure I became of myself, and soon it wasn't about proving them wrong, but about proving to myself my own capabilities. When we set out to do something, the only limitations on the ability to accomplish our objective are the limitations that we place on ourselves. Often at the first sign of adversity, we abandon our effort. When in reality, if we persevere a little more, sometimes we learn that we were often just out of reach of our goal. When exerting that extra perseverance winds up in success, the feeling that we get from accomplishing our objective can be quite amazing. Think about the times when someone said no to you and you simply said, okay, who is it to say they were right? How do we know that their effort to keep us from doing what we wanted to do was simply because it was something they wanted for themselves? That is why it's incredibly important to follow your gut, listen to your heart, and exhaust all avenues before you give up. As I said earlier, the only limitations that we have are those that we place on ourselves. Think about the next time you want to accomplish something. Never let anyone get in the way of accomplishing your goal. We can be our own best friend or our own worst enemy. I, for one, choose the former. So that's it. Another episode of Mornings with Ron. I hope that you've enjoyed this series on self-awareness. We'll have a different series starting next week. Please continue to listen to us and go out and review us on the various podcast sites. Share us with your friends. We're starting to get close to over 800 downloads of our podcast now. We certainly appreciate those of you who have been with us. So until next week, as you go out into this great big world of ours, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles.